Hello! From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is a special bonus episode of Encyclopedia Womanica, brought to you by the Women's Suffrage Centennial Commission. In the last days of August, a mosaic appeared on the floor of Union Station in Washington, D.C. Thousands of small black and white photos of voting activists came together to form a singular face, that of Ida B. Wells, a black suffragist, journalist, anti-lynching activist, and a favorite of ours here at Wonder Media Network. The 1,000-square-foot mosaic was titled Our Story, Portraits of Change. It was created by artist Helen Marshall of The People's Picture, produced by Christina Corp of Purpose Entertainment, and sponsored by the Women's Suffrage Centennial Commission. Since 2019, the commission has amplified the untold stories of women's fight for the vote with a variety of celebratory events, panel discussions, educational initiatives, and public art projects. It was created by Congress to commemorate 100 years of the 19th Amendment, which was officially adopted on August 26, 1920. The amendment prohibited voter discrimination based on sex, protecting women's access to the ballot in the U.S. Constitution. Led by a bipartisan group of 14 women leaders, the Commission's mission is to ensure that Americans across the country find inspiration in this important but often overlooked history. To honor the official centennial anniversary, the Commission worked with Congress to designate August 2020 as National Women's Suffrage Month. The Our Story Portraits of Change Mosaic was a signature program of the month-long commemoration. This tribute to Ida B. Wells and the grassroots, multi-generational suffrage movement made local and national headlines. It got the country talking about the women of history who fought for our democracy. An online, interactive version of our story, Portraits of Change, allows visitors to continue experiencing the mosaic and discovering the history at www.ourstory100.com. So why is it so incredible that on the 100th anniversary of women's suffrage, we're celebrating an African-American woman? Here's Paula Giddings, Ida B. Wells' biographer. Because what happens is uh, the idea of women's rights and race rights become divided, become separate, become fractured. And what happens in our history is that the narrative that begins to privilege the women's movements that focus solely on gender rather than those that also talk about class and talk about race. And so we have this sense of a, of a history, of a women's history and a feminist history that is white when in fact the history has never been white. Ida B. Wells was born into slavery in Holly Springs, Mississippi. In 1862, when Ida was just a few months old, she and her family were freed by the Emancipation Proclamation. At 16 years old, Ida lost both of her parents and her infant brother to yellow fever. To support the rest of her family, she began working as a teacher. Later, after a move to Tennessee, Ida began writing and reporting for the Memphis Free Speech and Headlight, a newspaper which she also co-owned. She covered racial inequalities and segregation and began researching the lynching murders that were terrorizing black communities across the country. In 1892, Ida published Southern Horrors, Lynch Law in All Its Phases, 
a pamphlet that investigated, tracked, and exposed lynchings across the southern United States. Soon after Ida began reporting on the evils of lynching, her paper and her presses were destroyed by a white mob, and she faced continued threats. So Ida left Memphis for Chicago. It was there in the Windy City that Ida found her footing as a suffragist. Like others in the movement, she believed enfranchisement was a citizen's right, but Ida saw the vote as especially vital for black women. It would allow them to be politically active within their communities. They could help elect African-American representatives to public office, and having a political voice would help them address urgent issues of inequality. In 1913, Ida founded the Alpha Suffrage Club, the black suffrage organization not only advocated for universal suffrage, but taught women how to engage in civic matters. That same year, Ida and her fellow club members went to Washington, D.C. for a suffrage parade. They would march the day before President Woodrow Wilson's inauguration, demanding women's right to vote. Thousands of activists came from across the country. But the day of the parade, white organizers asked black women to march at the back, behind their white peers. Ida was furious. She had dedicated her life to fighting at the intersection of racism and sexism, and here she was, once again, pushed to the back, treated as second class. She stormed off into the crowd. But as the parade took off, Ida reappeared, right in the middle of the Illinois delegation of marchers. She walked arm in arm with two white colleagues for the whole parade. A photo from that day shows her front and center with head held high. Women like Ida knew that it wasn't enough to fight sex discrimination. Even after the 19th Amendment was ratified in 1920, Jim Crow laws across the South kept many black women and men from the polls. The 19th Amendment was one major victory in a much longer fight. Anna Lehman, executive director of the Women's Suffrage Centennial Commission, shared her thoughts on the importance of honoring Ida B. Wells during this historic centennial. One of my favorite quotes from the suffrage movement comes from the newspaper, The Revolution. Its motto was, men, their rights and nothing more, women, their rights and nothing less. To me, this quote, it just really captures the spirit of the decades long suffrage movement. And with her leadership in the fight for suffrage and civil rights, Ida B. Wells is really the perfect example of someone who would settle for nothing less than full justice and full equality. With the Our Story Mosaic, we honor her legacy and celebrate the thousands, even millions of women who fought for the right to vote. The commission has honored Wells in several other centennial projects, featuring the trailblazing activist on the artwork of their new suffrage history podcast, and nothing less, the untold stories of women's fight for the vote, co-hosted by actresses Rosario Dawson and Retta. The commission is also donating a statue of Wells to a new suffrage monument in Memphis, Tennessee. This month, we'll be bringing you more weekend bonus episodes that highlight women and communities for whom the suffrage movement was complicated, and how the Women's Suffrage Centennial Commission has been working to tell the full story of the battle for the ballot. Learn more at www.womensvote100.org. Talk to you on Monday.